it's a big thing about where we were going to sit. And Busy told me, because I'm not used to being on the stage. No, no, no. Just give me stage no, no, no. lessons. The sta- I belong on the stage. <laughs> the stage is my... I, be- I like... This is where this I thrive. This is where she goes. This I'm is like, where she goes. Oh, God, do you know how fucking hard it is for me to do a podcast with no audience? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm doing my best. Hi, hi. I'm recording. I'm recording on my side. Apparently, the internet isn't working in this place right now, and I don't know why. Did I not pay the bill? Possibly. I don't know. <gasps> No, I literally don't know. It's just not working. So I'm. Um, you're on my phone. How's it going? How is Minnesota, baby? Great. I just got back from Paisley Park. Yeah. I ran into a listener of the podcast on who was Great. on my tour. Amazing. We, we hugged and we took pictures in mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. in Prince's soundstage. Adorable. Um, her name's Abby. Hi, Abby, if you're listening. Um, it was so nice to run into you at Paisley Park. And this is the second time in a row I've run into a podcast listener at Paisley Park. Well, I mean, that seems right to me, but yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um, it means that our friends have good taste. How are you back in New York? It's good. It's good. It's good. I'm still like childless without children until tomorrow. So I've been just like, honestly, doing nothing but laundry and like picking shit up, which is like, fine. Fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's just like, that's the life. Yeah, you went away for two days. And now it's going to take you two weeks to... um... No, but it's not just like, it's not just that. It's like... Also, just every bit of uh, housekeeping slash, like, anything in my own home, it's so much easier to get it done when the house is empty and there are no children in it. 100%. You know, 100%. So, yeah. So, that's what I've been doing. And, yeah, that's about it. And then yesterday I got caught in, like, this insane torrential downpour that was I hilarious. Saw. I saw. That yeah. was wild. And it was wild. And Raymond Padilla, former assistant Raymond Padilla, really saved my – me. He I mean, it would have been fine. You. He saved your bacon. You would have gotten He rescued wet. me. I would have probably just gone into that restaurant anyway. Yeah. But you didn't <laughs> have begged. anything with you. Yeah. You no, I would have, like, I would have just begged them. You would have had to um, depend on the kindness of strangers. <clears throat> sure. Which by the way, historically speaking has worked out for me, but also like the fact is my Apple pay is not set up because this is a new phone. Cause remember I got a new phone. Right. So my Apple pay isn't even set up. So like that's a whole vibe too. And also, Casey, you're going to die. I think I got a bunk phone. You think you got what? Like like a bunk phone. <gasps> no. Yeah. Yeah. You got, yeah. A, you, you got a lemon I got a apple? Lemon. Well, here's what I'm going to say. I literally, Apple was so kind. People from Apple were like, oh, no, your phone's cracked. Our new phones are coming out. Like the people that Eric Gurian introduced us to that, you know, like all yes. that, that time. Yeah. We're like, come 
come because we're get we're introducing the new phone. So I went and I never had met those people in person. And I like got to meet like the Apple reps or whatever in person. They're like, oh, we're so excited. And then the little like the guy who worked at the Apple store like brought this phone over for me. And, you know, because my phone was all broken. Yeah. And I was like, it's so, and he was like explaining to me all the new things about it. And I'm like, well, it's so funny. I mean, you know, I'm like one of those people. Like, I just break electronics, like, (laughs) no matter what. They just fly out of my hands. I break them, whatever. And then we were all talking about it. And I was like telling the tale of the Tesla and like how literally for the entire four years that that car has been in my possession, it's been like, something new is wrong with it every 10 minutes. Like it's never the same thing. Like the definition of a lemon, just so you guys know, is that the same thing is wrong with the car or whatever device or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, repeated. No, that is, no, it is actually like legally, like in order to get your, okay. See, I know this now because I tried, well, I tried to tell Tesla that they needed to take my car back because it was a lemon, lemon, but basically in order for it to be a lemon, it has to be the same issue multiple times, like in the first X amount of weeks or something like that. Oh, interesting. That's actually a lemon. Your car, what you, what your car was, was a fraud. <laughs> I don't know about that, but what I did learn when I was looking into it is I think this is, and don't quote me unless you're like a lemon law lawyer in California. But I think what I learned is that if your car, whether it's new or recently purchased has been in the garage for over one month, then that has something to do with like being a lemon. So anyway, that's like a used car. Yeah. I think used or new. I don't know. But I I was like, does this apply to me as my car? What is happening? But, um, yeah, but she's gone. The blueberry's gone, but your apple, it seems like to you, it might be a lemon, even though those people were nice. Well, no, they were so nice. And I will just, I will just text them directly. Um, yeah, because I, you know, love my iPhones. Like we, we love an yeah. iPhone and I have to say it's taken better pictures than I've been taken for years now on this one. <laughs> I really That's truly good. believe that. Yeah. yeah. They like changed the cameras and I'm like, it really is taking better pictures than I've ever taken. But, 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 but the whole thing that the guy was like giving me the business about was that this battery life and the battery and whatever, whatever, Casey, I can't make it through half a day. My battery's dead. Oh no. That's my not battery right. doesn't That's not right. last. Yeah, my battery doesn't last a long time anymore either. But I don't think it was always like that. And so I pro- maybe I could get a new battery. But I guess it's bound to happen. Like you know, into every life, a subpar cell phone. Well, listen. Must fall. Should we? That's true. Should we just get to this episode? Yeah, I mean, that we're, we we're just performed like, live. Yeah. The reason Busy has like household tasks to catch up on. Mm -hmm. The reason I'm, well, not the reason I'm in Minnesota, but I went straight from Toronto to Minnesota. Toronto. 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 We learned. We learned. Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) Toronto. We did did the first live episode uh, in front of a studio audience of our podcast. Podcast. I don't know what's happening with your. Busy Busy Phillips is doing her best, or 
busy Phillips does her best or as they called <laughs> as they called it on Twitter. Well, that's what I said to you. I was like, we truly all are doing our best. <laughs> so I'm just, I don't know. That made me laugh. They had a lot of podcast names to keep track of. So, okay. It's not that hard, but sure. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're being, you're being generous. I'm not as generous. Fine. Uh, they can learn the fucking name of the podcast. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I think we learned a lot about like, sometimes you just double check. Uh, you know, just before you hit send, you know, or before you hit print or before you hit publish. But, you know, any who's all we did the show live in just, Toronto. Just double check your work is all we're saying. <laughs> and we had amazing guests come out to help mm-hmm. us. Um, comedian Otsko, who we love, and she's going to come back on the podcast. And when her uh, hour long special is out. Yes, she has a she has taping a special coming up in mm-hmm. Brooklyn very soon, so can't wait for that. And then our friend Joe Pernice. So that's uh that's something to look forward to. Cuz I sang, guys. I sang. Busy sang. I sang. And I'll wait, be is inter- that going to be on the show? Yeah, we're going to I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I haven't heard the file. Have you gotten the files yet? Yeah. Oh, you didn't I didn't see it. <laughs> Oh, do you want me to send it to you? I mean, kind of, but that's okay. all right. All right. You can you can do whatever. <laughs> I trust I trust everyone. I trust everyone. Um, yeah. But it was a great show. We had a really nice time in Toronto. I think uh it was super successful. Everyone who came out was incredibly kind and lovely and we had the best time with you guys and and now I really think that we're going to be serious and talk to some people about doing some other little, little tours, little, like, you know, we could do like a little East Coast run, a little West Coast run, a little European tour. No, I don't know. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that, but I just do think that we could probably uh, figure that out and I think we will. So guys, thank you for your support. You gave us all of the information we needed. And the biggest thing is that we realized in a live show, if we're lucky enough to have a guest, we need to bring that guest out immediately (laughs) and then let that guest leave. And you will understand after you listen, please enjoy this very special episode of Busy Phillips is doing her best live from Toronto. Oh my god. Officially our first live podcast show. Do you know what just happened though? I want to put on uh we can stop the fucking theme song now. <laughs> we, we went we were like about to go and I was like I'm going to put on like a just like a touch. Just a touch more just a little of lip gloss and um this and now I'm carrying my giant bag out here. Aren't I? I put my um eyebrow gel on my lips. <laughs> It's tinted. I thought it's tinted dark. <laughs> um, and I, as soon as I, as soon as I felt that brush, I was like, that's not the right brush. That's not the right, it's not the right thing. And then I was like 
thrown and then I had to run. I just heard you yell, oh my God, and then run away. And yeah. then everyone backstage yeah. was like, she said, oh my God, and ran away. And, there, uh, and then I thought okay? I was going to get to okay? do this show by myself for a couple minutes, but it's you fine. Know what? I'm glad and you, you were already it. nervous because you're like, you're like, <laughs> I want to sit. Can I sit like the Like you were. Yeah. We. It's a big thing about where we were going to sit. And Busy told me, because I'm not used to being on the stage. She's, no, no, no. She's giving me stage no, no, no. lessons. Guys, sta- I belong on the stage. <laughs> the stage is my, I, be- I like, this is where this I thrive. This is where she goes. This I'm is like, where she goes. Oh, God, do you know how fucking hard it is for me to do a podcast with no audience? <laughs> Busy wisely informed me that because my hair is parted this way and maybe because I have a nose ring on this side, I should sit on this side. Yeah, guys, you don't sit on the side where your hair covers half your fucking face. Okay. If you ever have opportunity to be on the stage, remember, point your nose ring to the audience. Hair. Except if you're interviewing someone more famous than you, we learned this on my talk show, and they have a good side. Yes. Then you sit on the other side, wherever that, you just give them the good side. If you ever see theirs. a talk show and suddenly the host is sitting on the other side, it's because Mariah this is a, Carey this is... or Barbara Streisand are the guests. Love you, Thank you. <gasps> uh, we love you guys. Thank you for coming. Oh my God, you guys, the shock of our lives that anyone showed up. <laughs> Casey and I literally were like, so like 15, 20 people? (laughs) We'll be fine no matter what. There's no ego left. (laughs) But I'm so happy that you all are here. And so many people came from far and away. Buffalo. That's the only one I know because we met them outside. We just, we met them outside. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Stephanie, who realized that my name was spelled wrong. Did you make it? (laughs) I don't know. You Instagrammed about it. I guess you didn't. Okay. You'll but hear it on this podcast, and then you'll feel out, bad. Stephanie. Yeah, we're recording this to be an episode of our podcast. This week's episode. It's got to be. We'll be fucked if we don't. I mean, we don't, we're flying around. We don't have time to record. I'm not. I am. I have places to go. All right. <laughs> Busy was uh, going to paint her nails, maybe. Um, d- I just felt like, what- you guys, I just needed to give you this. Like, if this is really like a live podcast we need to I actually should have set up more stuff like it's I don't know if you understand how much I do while we're doing the podcast but generally speaking these are like I guess I'm a prop comedian now but also just call me carrot top but also uh you know I met him once did you yeah um, at Fred before he was muscly or after no 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 full muscle wow yeah yeah, Jenny Connor, who created Girls, she's a friend of mine, guys. No big deal. No big deal. <laughs> I'm going to break some news right now. I don't know if I'm legally allowed to, but that's fine. The contract's not done. Ink's not dry. Here's my lip gloss I was looking for the whole fucking time. Oh, my God. Um, I'm going to go be on a Single Drunk Female. <gasps> you are? Yeah. That's Jenny's new show. Like, she's the executive producer yeah, of that show. Yeah, And, guys, I got to tell you, all my years putting in the time as a friend. It's paying off. It's paying off. <laughs> Big time. But anyway, Jenny and I were eating at Fred Siegel pre pandems And I didn't even know you could eat at Fred Siegel. Are you fucking kidding me? It's the best restaurant in LA. I didn't know. 
I didn't know. It's called Morrow's, M-A-U-R-O apostrophe S. It's only open for lunch. You 100% will see someone famous there. And then you'll see just like a ton of people that work in the industry that you will not recognize. <laughs> but I would. <laughs> uh, but on that day, we were sit, sat next to behind Carrot Top. And Jenny was like, we got to ask. We got to ask for a picture. And I said, Jenny, we cannot. We can't. We can't do that. That's like weird. Like it's weird. And just like because he's, you know, Iconic. Yeah. And name anyone like him. No one. No one. Not one. No. Anyway, so we asked for a picture. And I have I have the pic I have the picture. <laughs> I also have another picture that I but I can share that picture. I will share that. Maybe I'll put that this week on Instagram. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. I will, but I have another picture that I can't put on Instagram, guys, that I want to tell you about. Oh, Busy has a big story. Before we get to the big story, smaller story, I hemmed my own pants for this. What? what? I think? They're a little bit crooked, but if I stand like this, I think that it doesn't make a on difference. On a machine? On the machine. Can I tell you guys, if I tell you how much it broke my brains trying to figure out how to hem pants on a machine, if anyone knows how to do it, if your mom knows how to do it, your grandma, salute them because it is the fucking hardest procedure that to I've hem ever pants done. Pants on a machine? Sewing pants on a machine requires like this intricate type of folding and like catching. It's it's very boring. Okay. It's not a good it's not a good story for people that have paid to be here to listen to. Um, I mean, can I be honest with you? That's how I feel about the entirety of our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm constantly like, people are like, I love it so much. And I'm like, you do? Why? Okay, I mean, listen, like, I love that for you and also for me, but, like, really? Okay, but, like, it's just, like, on, like, so that it's not, like, quiet in your house, right? Like, it's just, like, like, as if you're, like, my puppy that we just, like, you turn the podcast on for and then you know you can leave for, like, hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you hemmed the pants. They were hard. I hemmed the pants. And, I'm proud of you. Uh, you know, they, listen, they're not a danger to me anymore. I recently figured out that I should be wearing petite pants. I don't know if anyone else has ever had that epiphany, but it was uh, wild. My whole life, I've just been tripping on my pants. Because I'm a regular, I'm average height woman. I'm five foot six. So there's no reason I should have a 24 inch inseam. That's why when I stand up, I guess, I look like a tall person. Like you and I sitting down, we look like we're about the same height, or maybe I'm a you little You know, this taller. is my mother's thing about really? her and her sister. Oh, interesting. Oh my God, are we enacting some fucking <laughs> family trauma, you and me, right now? <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> If you listen to the podcast, you know that I like reconnected with my aunt, who my mom. But the whole thing that they said, and when I saw my aunt in Chicago, yeah, she was. I don't even know, but she started the sentence, and I finished it, and she's like, "How do you know that?" And I was like, "I've literally heard it my whole life." You know, when my sister and I are sitting down, we're exactly the same height. <laughs> but then when we stand, when we stand up, up, I stop, and she keeps standing. Sisters, you're this. <laughs> I'm like Barb. Okay. You're the sister I never had but always wanted. You have a sister, though, I so have that's one. rude it's, to her. I can't. And also, she's also what do my you do? friend. I can't. There's nothing I can say back. It's like <laughs> telling someone who's married you're in love with them. They're like, no, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> 
Anyway, now we'll get to the bigger story. Enough about my hemmed pants. I don't thanks, know. Do you guys? You guys don't care. You don't want. You want to talk more about pants? Should I tell you? I went to. Um, here's what I did. I've walked fourteen hundred miles. How do you get around in the city? You dr- you drive. You must drive. You have cars. Is what? there? A, there's, there's a subway. A subway in Toronto. Are you fucking kidding me? We Do you looked. understand we, I walked 14 miles yesterday? Guys, it was good for me. I needed it. <laughs> I'm trying to find ways to make my body move that isn't punishing. It sounds like it punished you a little. It might have been a little punishing. But by the way, cheers. Cheers to you. Oh, cheers. Happy first live podcast. Happy, you guys, cheers. cheers. Thank you for you coming. All. Cheers. We love you guys. Look how cute you guys are. I can't see all of you, but I assume you look similar behind. I see enough of you to know that it's cute. Cute. Keep it cute, guys. Um. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You know what I forgot? What? I literally forgot to bring my ginger with me to Toronto, and I was so sad. Oh, no. I know. I love my ginger oil so much. I bring it with me wherever I go. Well, I'm glad you're back home and reunited with it. I know, me too. Me too. Because like when you're feeling strained or tense, some I like to put it on my knees to help with swelling. And you know, I walked so much Yes, when I was in Toronto because, well, I didn't know that there was a public transportation system, but that's a whole other story. Uh, but I really could have used my ginger essential oil. Uh, it's ginger with two J's. It's like a very easy to use portable perfect way to soothe your aches and pains naturally using a high quality, 100% natural essential oil made from the ginger root. This is a thing that like when I went to my Ayurvedic doctor years ago, she was like, ginger root is the greatest thing you can do. Put it on the soles of your feet, put it on your legs. Uh, Ginger oil not only smells amazing, it has like warming qualities when massaged into your skin. Um, So it's perfect for like sore muscles or any kind of inflammation and just like honestly feeling good. I just love it. It smells great. And it's already pre-mixed with two nourishing carrier oils. So it's ready to use right away. You don't have to worry about putting it directly on your skin. It'll go on there and feel amazing. Also, look, I have the gua sha stone right here from the Ginger Rejuvenating Self-Care Kit, and it is a game changer. It really helps to reduce inflammation and swelling and make your cheekbones stick out, too, if you use it (laughs) on your face. Anyway, guys, it feels good. It feels really good. We love ginger, and we know you're going to love ginger essential oil as much as we do. Please also check out their rejuvenating self-care kit, which comes with the gua sha stone. Our listeners can get a special offer of 20% off your first purchase, but only when you go to our special URL, J-I-N-J-E-R dot U-S slash best. That's J-I-N-J-E-R, ginger with two J's, dot U-S slash best. Don't wait. Go now to ginger with two J's. US slash best. Everly well, Everly well, Everly well. Is that good? Yes. I liked it. Uh, do you know what Everly well is? Yes. Do you? I do. 
Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you all at an affordable and transparent price. There's over 30 at-home lab tests. You'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense to you to get the answers that you want, like the women's health test or the food sensitivity test. That's what I took, the food sensitivity test. They also have high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. You can choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3, omega-3 fish oil. And here's how it works. Everly Well ships products straight to you with everything needed in one package. You take your at-home test, you collect your sample, you use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back into a certified lab, and your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. Listen, you can also share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. Fact is, it like takes the guesswork and the money out of so many of these tests. I was just talking to a good friend of mine about this the other day. Um, it's so simple. Over 1 million people have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals, and you should too. It's really amazing just to have my suspicions about food sensitivities confirmed was really, really helpful because now I just know to talk to my doctor about these results and she'll be able to just help me come up with a plan for avoiding some things that aren't great for me and adding more things that, that do work well for me. That's a miracle. It is. It is. And it's so, uh, easy to understand the results and you're able to like gain all of these insights from them. Anyway, for listeners of our show, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash best. That's everlywell.com slash best for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash best. What? Where? Oh yeah! Tell them! Oh, tell them! My pants are from. Um, are you familiar with Gabby Fresh? Of course, she's she is. a fashion influencer. She did a line, I believe, for Fashion to Figure last um, last winter times, and uh, this is from her line. Very long pants, though. Gabby's a tall drink of water, and. Uh, a lot of inseam talk, but um, we love Gabby. She's a pal of ours, and uh, she we did makes- a really fun thing on Busy Tonight with Gabby, yes. which was um, like just in time for bikini season. Like, how do you get a bikini body? Yeah, and bathing. it's that you have a body and you put on a bikini. <laughs> and um, and so we shot this like fun thing with her and like getting all these ladies who are like had sworn off bikinis because I know I've talked about this before, but I, the shock of my life was when I. Um, became a mom to Birdie and like for all of my like weird body shit because I'm 43 and like that's just our generation it's like your body sucks and we're like <laughs> um, maybe not in Canada I don't know <laughs> every all the all the women here are like what are you talking about we love our <laughs> we love ourselves and we feel deeply respected by men <laughs> okay I had a very different experience growing up anyway uh when my when Birdie Birdie has a summer birthday, and so there were lots of like pool parties, and then all of a sudden like oh and swim lessons because you know L A you gotta like teach your kids how to swim, and like the moms would be so weird and they'd be like I'm not gonna be caught dead in a bikini like in front of their 
little kids. And I was like, that's so lame. Like, who fucking cares? Also, you're just going to pass your stuff along to the kid, which we do, guys. That's what we do. That's what we do. We do. That's what we do. That's what we do. It's generational trauma. Yeah. We're going to heal it here tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Who's ready to heal it? Um, So, we had... uh, <laughs> it's not just that it's candy, it's particularly hard candy. It's hard candy. I asked for it in my rider. <laughs> Whole Ziploc bag just for her. No one else can touch it. No, that's why I brought it out here to share. Oh, you did? Yes, I'm a person that shares. <laughs> Obviously. I, I love sharing. That's so nice. I didn't ask for hard candy in my rider, so I think that's so nice that you would share it. Does anybody want this pink starburst? Yes! That, that's much like um, when Harry Styles throws things into the audience. <laughs> okay, do you guys want to hear the fucking story? Yes! All right. So, you know enough of it. But... Just remember, this is going to be audio. So we're gonna... I know. I know. I literally was thinking, do you know how many... This is like when you have ADD and who... Ha... Let me hear it. Who's Everyone. got it? Who's got it? Who's yes. got it? Thank you. 4,647 different things went through my brain in that one moment <laughs> about me telling you this story. I went through... Everything. Past, present, and future. Everything, like everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Casey finally watched it. On the plane. She loved it. Have you guys seen it? Can I tell you something, though? This is, since this is a podcast, I'm just going to pretend for one second that it is. Um, can I tell you something, though? Yeah. I just saw, and I don't know if it's true because I haven't asked her yet because, like, we don't generally check in about, like, this kind of stuff. But yeah. I just saw that Michelle's going to be submitted for Best Actress. I saw that. Instead of Best Supporting Actress yes. for that Steven Spielberg movie. And everybody's saying, like, this is the year she's going to win the Oscar. Yeah. You know, my best friend, Michelle Williams. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal, guys. Um, anyway. But, like, Michelle Yeoh yeah. is, like... Was fantastic. And I think... But isn't she kind of, like, favored to win? I mean... She was fantastic. Mind you, everybody said, if you, have you guys seen the movie Everything Everywhere All at Once? Yes. Everybody, you guys should watch it. Everybody Honestly, said, you guys should see it. <laughs> everybody said, absolutely make sure that you see it in the theater. Like, this is the one to come back to theater. So I waited until I was on an airplane to watch it on the tiniest screen possible. I could have watched it on my phone, but I was like, no, I prefer six inches by eight inches. To watch this, and uh, even at that size, she was fantastic. So I feel like the Oscar might be hers. Well, I'm going to tell you for sure, my best friend at that size is fantastic, too. <laughs> she is, that's how big she is in real life. She's a little pixie person. Michelle's not a real-size human, no. Yeah, she's like a... a it, and she's so lovely, and she glows like it's real. Yeah, like it's that's, amazing. Um, it's, like, it's like all those things where you're like, oh, a movie star, you know, and you're like, a, like I'm clearly on television. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> and like... When you see Michelle in person and have an interaction with her, every single person leaves it and they're like, <sighs> <laughs> she's wonderful. She glows. But I've never felt like more clumsy and like I was about to crush a puppy than when I've been. I'm like, I 
need to be very. Could you imagine if Lindsay, I was the person who crushed? Can you imagine me being her best friend? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, of course I can. It's true. I get it. I get why people are like, it's weird. We love it. It's I'm the Michelle. Whenever I meet people and they're like, my best friend and I, and I'm the Michelle. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and your security. I understand what you're that means. You're the busy. Um, okay, so. <clears throat> Really making us wait. You guys, it's not. Now I feel like it's. Now I've done, now I've built now I've built it up too much. Should we just stop? Should we just skip it? Here's the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know I love. Oh no. It's what they paid for. <sighs> Fuck off. <laughs> By the way, anyone in Toronto today watching me walk around sobbing? Hi. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, that was me. And yes. I was just sobbing, walking around Toronto today um, in front of Schmaltzy Appetizer. Is that what it's called? Schmaltzy Appetizing. Schmaltzy Appetizing. It was delicious. Here's what I'm going to say, though. I really do like to make my own lox sandwich. Yeah, sure. Because so, I think the proportions are just better when I do it. Sure. You know best. Yeah, I do. But so what I should have done is like gotten the sandwich and then gotten an additional bagel so that I could have like redone it in my own proportions. Sure. We know now. Next time it's going to happen. Anyway, do I look okay? Because I didn't put makeup on really. She wasn't feeling it. Well, we were talking about it. I do think I look younger if I don't wear a ton of makeup. Okay. Is that your way of telling me that I look old because I have a ton of makeup on? (laughs) No, I'm just saying, I think that generally speaking, like, I look much younger when I don't wear a lot of makeup, and that is my choice currently. Okay. Yeah. But then I, sometimes I'm like, but then your eyes disappear, and you gotta, and you don't look good, and then you see photos back, and you're like, oh, you look old, and like, you're not wearing makeup. Here's the good news. Most people are just listening to this. Great. They have no idea how old That's you great. look. That's great. And you guys, you're, you're never already here. Remember. You can't leave. You can't so. leave. Okay, so, okay. In case you didn't know, um, I love my children so fucking much. Yeah. Yeah, we can clap for loving your kids. Although, as Birdie would say, oh, like, we have to applaud you for doing the bare minimum required (laughs) as a parent. Oh, you're supportive of me because I'm queer. You're going to have to do a lot more than that. And guess what? I did. So, so Bernie's really want, I mean, who doesn't want to, you guys, it's Harry fucking Styles. Harry Styles, did you guys go to the Toronto show? Who went to the Toronto show? First of all, I love Maddie Diaz. By the way, not enough of you is what I'm going to just say. I'm going to say that to you. It's so fucking fun. You don't even have to like his music. It's just like dumb and fun. And to be around all of that teenage girl energy, again, I don't know what Canada's like. And maybe you guys are just like great to women and uh, supportive of teenage girls. But um, America, we have a very different experience. And um, currently it's really fucking wild but so just to be around like all of those girls like loving and dancing and like having the best time ever and so many of the kids like you know are like queer anyway it's not that they want to like fuck him but they do because everybody does but it's like more just like they love the experience of the whole thing like he's getting he's giving you a show you know what I mean in a way that this is like not that (laughs) 
Like yeah. we're like, Casey hemmed her own pants. Does like, Harry Styles hem his own pants? They're I, nice. 100%, no, Gucci does. Right. Mr. Right. Gucci himself, they send fucking Adam Driver, and he's like, oh my God, I hem the pants. I would love Adam Driver to hem my pants, <laughs> FYI. <laughs> oh, he's like, these are really good pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> Now, I haven't seen Don't Worry Darling yet, so I, I will hold. Although I hear it's like actually kind of good. It's great. I heard, it's, I heard great. it's great. Yeah, well, Birdie loved it, obviously. So anyway, so in the last um, year of my life, uh, I have been to six Harry Styles shows. And if you listen to the podcast, you know I have money issues, and that is part of it. Um, <laughs> and partially it's because it was like a thing that... Birdie really loved at first, and then it became this thing that she, oh God, that she, and by the way, guys, on the internet, and I'm just going to say this again, Birdie's pronouns are now they, them, she, her, which a lot of people are doing, and so don't, like, tell me I'm using the wrong pronouns, because obviously I think I fucking know. <laughs> um, somebody commented on my, po- my picture of her, and I was like, <laughs> Sir? I'm going to need to ask you to kindly see your way out. <laughs> you know, like, the fuck? Anyway, um, but then it became this thing, and how many of you have teenagers or, yeah, okay, or older kids? Former teens. Former teens. Adults is what some people call them. Um, it's questionable. Uh, when you have a thing that your teenager, like, wants to do with you, then how do you say no? I, could, I can't, like, I can't, I can't say no. Um, I mean, I can definitely say no to my child. I just want to be clear about that. <laughs> Not one of those fucking weirdos. It's like, I don't know, I just can't say no. <laughs> yeah, the kids, like, all have sex and have orgies and, like, do drugs in my house. I just can't say no. Um, <laughs> Like, you know that, you know those parents. No, that's not my vibe. You know that's not for her. But, uh, but the Harry Styles thing was very sweet. And it was the thing that Bertie really liked to do with me. And like, at first I thought it was just because she knows that her chances of meeting a famous person are upped when I'm around. <laughs> and then I found out that's exactly why. <laughs> she likes doing it with me. But we also would have like really great times together like being just silly like dancing and um and only three times was it terrible because Bertie realized she wasn't going to meet him and then would like cry hysterically and I always was like it's not on the table I haven't made a call I am not reaching out I, like, tested the waters at one point with Olivia. Not happening. (laughs) And, you know, so, like, then you're just, like, I'm, like, I don't have an in. He is literally the most famous fucking person in the world right now. I don't know how to do it. I know how to do a lot. I don't know how to get you to Harry Styles. And then. And then this thing happened. It just sort of fell in my lap, really. Okay. Which is this, like, money job offer, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. A money job, you know. <laughs> We've talked about it on the podcast. You guys listen to the podcast? 
I assume. Otherwise, you're, otherwise, you're like, I'm gonna see myself. Yeah. What out. am I? What's happening here? <laughs> otherwise, you're like, uh, highly. We're highly principled, but sometimes everyone's highly principled until the money job comes around, and then you're like, well, I mean, I got to do that job for money. Sometimes you got to do a job for money if you want to be a creative person and an artist and like make shit that like you want to make. Do this kind of thing. Talk about the rights of women being stripped all over the world. And what I actually do think is, oh my God, your son just texted. <laughs> Wait, no, but I just had this thought and I just have to go through with it for one second. So yeah, just like bear it. with me. And this is the ADD. When I'm at home in the podcast, I do things like paint my nails or um, clip my cuticles, but I have to like do this. Okay. Um, there's a thing in DBT therapy that birdies does. And um, it's like right before they're going to give up. Uh, it goes crazy. It goes crazy, like so crazy, a, a child's behavior. So crazy that you think, oh my God, I don't see any way out of this. This is fucking nuts. It's called an extinction burst. And that is what's happening in the world right now with women. Yes. And equality. That's it. It's happening everywhere. Obviously, we know in Iran. Oh, in fucking Iran. Oh my God, those fucking women. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Don't. Oh. Jesus Christ. I mean, not, you know. Yeah. Not him. Which is why it's so important that we are here to have like a joyful moment yes. together. Right. No, but it's an extinction burst. Right. Yes. Okay. So an extinction. Why are we talking about this? You were talking about Harry Styles. I know, I know. But how did I get from Harry Styles to this? You, oh gosh, this is also, this is the part we cut Therapy. out. Therapy. Well, I know DBT. Therapy, yeah. Right. Extinction burst. I just was like, all of a sudden like. That's what's happening with women. That's what's happening with women everywhere. World over. Let's get back to Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> something women love. <laughs> money job. Oh, money job. Yes. So money you job. are. Yeah. So sometimes you have to take a money job. You know what I mean? And like, I definitely right have now, to take them sometimes. Take a money job. What? So right now you got to take some money. Jobs. I got to take some money jobs, and also just like, just says what it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so. Anyway, Bertie did not get approved for the visa to go to the boarding school in Sweden. I talked about that, right, on the yeah. podcast? Yeah. And, guys, that's literally what we do all the time. I, we, have we talked about this on the podcast? <laughs> um, okay. So, I've just felt, I felt, it's been hard. But, yeah. like, Bertie's been doing great. And, like, anyway. I really wanted to make this happen. Harry was doing that residency in New York. Bertie went by themselves. I told you about that. And then Bertie was like, last or two weeks ago, whatever, a week before the show was like, but you and I get to go together, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. Because I thought that that was over. I thought the ship sailed because right, I thought- once they went alone. Yeah, once Birdie was like, I'm like, oh, a full teenager going by themselves to the show. I was just like, oh, okay, obviously, like, that's where we're at now. I'm not, I'm out. And like, I was a little sad, but then we started watching The Crown together and I was like, this is even better. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, <laughs> for me, anyway, I can be stoned, and I yep. love it, and anyway, so, you guys watch The Crown, I bet, because you're like, her subjects. Yes. Right? <laughs> Is that how Canada works? Anyway, so, 
I was talking to my friend Lindsay, who I've known for a million fucking years, who works at that company Golden Voice. That's like, they put on Coachella. Okay, just it's like a big music venue, people. Whatever, I don't fucking know. And she's like, what? It doesn't matter. I'm just trying to explain no, the yeah, situation. Yeah. They have festivals here. We went to the frat one. What? We're at a festival. <laughs> We're, this is a festival. By the way, I've been getting so confused because Mark Silverstein's fantasy football league that made my life hell for literally our entire relationship is named the JFL. And I'm like, <laughs> every time I've gotten Why a fucking- Why my calendar keep saying like, JFL? I thought I was out. <laughs> Just kidding. I still have to deal with it. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. I know you listen. You get very sensitive. Uh, you'll probably have to edit that out. That was just for you. Uh, and he's fine. By the way, guys, sidebar, we have to bring our guest out. I feel bad. We have yeah, to. I don't, I'm finish. being rude. Um, but just sidebar about Mark and I being co-parents together. Sometimes it is truly unbearably terrible. Mark is currently taking our youngest to Arizona, where my family is, this weekend while I'm here. To see, so that, because Cricket and my niece, my sister's kid, have become, like, best friends, and she's competing in a swim meet, and Mark's Aww. like, I'll do it. So that's, like, really nice. That's so sweet. I know. I know. That he's a sweet man. He's a great ex-husband. <laughs> um, you know what? He didn't work for me as a husband. He's, he's achieved a- his true final form. Your ex-husband. <laughs> went to the Fret Linen sample sale in New York together. Um, You guys know what Fret Linens are? Oh, my Lord. All the men are like, no, I don't fucking know what Fret Linens are. The greatest. Is it Fret or Frette? I don't fucking care. (laughs) What do I need to know how to... It's like like 9,000 thread count sheets. And it's $9,000 to put on your bed. But not at the sample sale, guys, on 14th Street. Can get two mismatched pillowcases for $5,000. No. But anyway, afterwards, I was like, Lindsay, I know this is insane. Because the one night... At Harry's one night only or something, the way I got tickets was through Lindsay because he had performed at Coachella and she like, whatever, hooked me up with her manager. I was like, Lindsay, I know this is insane. <sighs> Harry's last show is next week. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, no, I don't have any ins. I don't even know. I bought tickets. I'm going tomorrow night. And I was like, oh, shit. She's like, you know who you need to get in touch with? And then she said like his manager's name. Okay. Which I didn't know his manager's name. And I don't was like, say it here because I don't want people calling his manager. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can Google it. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what people won't Google, but. No, I wouldn't. I've invited <laughs> lots of people to dinner. <laughs> Where's that restaurant? I don't know. Fucking Google it. Where is that? I don't know. She's talking to me because I just did this last night. I'm sure it's online. <laughs> anyway. Uh, 
she's like, no. And she says the name of his manager. And I was like, ping. And then I remembered that the money job I was just offered, that last name was attached to it somehow. <laughs> and then I became like one of those people with the string. A beautiful mind. And one and a half seconds later, I was like, that's his sister. Mm. And then I was like, hmm, maybe? And I texted Mark, and he was like, fuck yes, do it. That's amazing. Because also then I was looking on StubHub, and guys, I couldn't afford those tickets. Like, they were like, so expensive for the last show. So I reached out and I was like, so excited to continue the talks about this money job. <laughs> and also, this is wild. <laughs> I just had this thought. <laughs> Do you have any kind of gentleman argument? <laughs> and then, I mean, she's so sweet and she's like, literally, yes, I'm gonna get into it for you, of course there was like a 200 person waiting list for the- Oh my God. And the night before Harry Styles, Birdie comes into my room and is like, are we going tomorrow night? Now, by the way, at no time have I ever told the child, insinuated that we are meeting him, that there's a possibility, that we're even like, like not none of it, that we'll even be close. You know what I mean? And Birdie- comes in and is like, did you get tickets? Did you, did you end up getting tickets, mom? And I was like, mm-hmm, I did, mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, good, and came and gave me a big hug. Okay, Mark texts me and he's like, Bertie says you're going to Harry Styles tomorrow night. Did those tickets come through? And I was like, not yet. <laughs> and guys, there was no backup plan. <laughs> I didn't fucking have one. And then at one in the morning, my time, I mean, West Coast, these people, what are they doing? <laughs> I get an email, great news. You've been approved for the tickets. I was so grateful at this moment. Wait, so I bought them. They're face value, but like, thank God. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> face value tickets, like, that's amazing. Also, by the way, I'm with Pearl Jam. They really, that whole thing with the scalpers, it's not fair. It's not fair. How many of you paid over the face value tonight to get in here? <laughs> Canada doesn't have scalpers. <laughs> that would be so mean. Okay. <clears throat> I honestly did not know what was about to happen. But I had a feeling when we walked in a door and a lady was like, so here's your COVID test. And I was like, oh no. My fucking stomach dropped, I know. But I can't let Birdie in on the fact that it's like maybe even possible because if it doesn't happen then, I don't think I can underestimate to you how much of a fucking disaster that would be. It would be like, No, it would. It never has happened before. Like it, it would be well, something like, that has um, never happened before. You, you know the girl from Firestarter. That is Birdie. Yeah, I feel like that sh that Birdie would be able to start fires with her mind if 
at this I've point. S- all, I've already seen it. Yeah, yeah. I've already seen it. So anyway, but so the COVID test, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, not saying a fucking thing. And then they're like, here's this photo wall that we put together for Harry. Do you guys want to take a picture in front of it? And I was like, hmm, hmm, birdies standing over there. And I'm like, take a picture. And it was like, you know, MSG, like, congratulations, like, Harry and team for 15 consecutive nights. And I was like, oh, God, this is really cool. And then they are like, okay, and then there's the room. And I was like, uh-huh, okay. And Bernie's like, what? Like, Come on. I'm like, okay. We go into the room, and I see Gail King and Drew Barrymore, and I'm like, we're in the room. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, the money is fine. That lady got me into the room. <laughs> and that is worth what you will eventually see. And you'll be like, why did she do that? And I'll be like, <laughs> I got in the room. <laughs> so Bertie was like, this is weird. It's all famous people in here. And I was like, uh-huh. And then she was like, um, we were talking to, so like, obviously, you know, Mark, oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Just, okay. Two more minutes. So then, you guys, this is why we were like, an hour is not going to (laughs) work. Okay. Can we talk for four hours? So obviously, so Mark, so my, you know, Mark Silverstein wrote Never Been Kissed. It was his first movie with his partner, Abby Cohn, um, who was his ex-fiance. And they sold it right after grad school and that was his first movie and then they did uh, He's Just Not That Into You with Drew. So Drew has, oh, and then I was, Drew offered me a part in that roller skating movie and I was pregnant with Birdie and couldn't do it. What roller skating movie? The one she directed, Whiplash. Whip it. I said Whiplash, but yeah, Whip it. Whip it. Yeah, that's right. I only Thank knew you. Xanadu. That's the only roller no, no, no. skating movie no, I know. No, she did a movie about uh, roller derby. Oh, that's so exciting. I did the table read, and then she offered me the part, and then I was pregnant with Birdie, and then Kristen Wiig did it. I'm going to try to watch that on the plane on the way home. <laughs> it's cute. Anyway, I'm not in it. Uh, so, so Drew was like, this is Birdie? Like, what? Like, hasn't seen Birdie? Whatever. So we're chatting with them, and I'm just like... <sighs> Sweat, like bead of sweat, like rolling down my face. And then it was like time for Harry's to go on. And it seemed clear, like, okay, no one's meeting him before. Okay. So we go, and it was like, you know, one of those rooms, guys, it was like this hospitality room. It's just like, it had all the little like snacks and it had like, it had like hot food. And there was like weirdly like beef bourguignon, you know? (laughs) And you're just like, what is, and like mashed potatoes. You're like, why is this here? No one wants to eat this. Very sexy. Pre-concert food. But of course, but especially before you see Harry Styles. Um, (laughs) And uh, and so then you know, so then Bertie like Bertie started getting nervous because <sighs> Harry has a very specific pre-show playlist, um, the songs that play over the loudspeaker, and Bertie recognized that it was like the f- third to him. Okay, <sighs> of course. So we had to go out to our seats, and like we walk out and through this tunnel. Oh, God! I forgot the best part. Asif Ali. So okay. So the day before, Jenny Connor is really the co-star of this podcast. <laughs> Jenny Connor tweeted, guys, I just like 
fully asked an actor auditioning for me to give me the reel on the drama of Don't Worry Darling, How Inappropriate Is That? <laughs> and on one of my group threads, I am breaking a cone right now. I just want you to know if you're on a group thread, this isn't okay. Um, you're gonna get kicked off that two-person group no, thread. No, I'm not. It's three people. There's three of us. I'm not saying who the other person is. They might be famous. And I'm not saying who it is. And also, it plays into this story, which is that. Then, because of that, I looked at who that kid, who he was, and he posted this amazing TikTok. Did anyone see it? That he went to Goodwill, like a thrift shop, for, before the Don't Worry Darling premiere and bought his suit for $20. <laughs> And he has this, like, incredible TikTok. But, like, by the way, it looks, like, kind of like Gucci. And, like, I don't mean that, like, in, like, a hip way. Like, it's Gucci. Like, I mean it, like, it looks like it legit is designed by Gucci. Like, it's, like, oversized and weird and oh, whatever. Nice. It was, like, kind David, of amazing. David Byrne vibes. He was giving us David Byrne, and I was here for it. And he's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian um, named Asif Ali. And he's in the movie. Has anyone seen Don't Worry, Darling? Did you like it? <gasps> By the way, Bertie came home and I was like, oh, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to ruin, that would just be ruining it. I'm not going to say it. But by the way, I did legit like know the fucking twist just because I had smoked a lot of weed. And when she came, I'm not even kidding you, when Bertie and her babysitter came home and I was like, wait, 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 I feel like I know what it is. Is it this? And Bertie's like, yeah, kind of. I ruined the crying game within the first couple of minutes. So I can identify. Well, you know, my, okay, I wanted to go see it last night, but Casey's plane got in super late, and she was like, you can just go without me. And I was like, I don't really want to go see that movie by myself. Like, that's not the vibe. Like, I want to go with friends. Because the last time I did it was Nicole Kidman in The Others, and I sat in a movie theater in North Carolina. I was doing Dawson's Creek, and I had no friends except Michelle, but she had a boyfriend, so she would leave me every weekend. And I was sitting there in a movie theater by myself, like, watching the movie, and I'm like, this is... Uh, and then this lady behind me was like, oh, fuck no, they're all ghosts. That lady <laughs> and the kid and the brother, they're all fucking ghosts. They're all ghosts. And as soon as she said it, I was like, yep, that's right. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. Anyway, guys, I'm going to get to it. Okay, so we watched the show. It's so fun. Um, then weirdly, like Birdie, who had been like chatting with Gail King and Drew Barrymore before the show, when Gail went up to give Harry his like banner, Birdie started like burst into tears. And I was like, that's so sweet. And then she was like, why does she get to meet him? <laughs> and then I was like, ma'am? <laughs> Gail King, you are not. <laughs> so anyway, I mean, like truly, that, okay, Bertie said some fucking gems. That was one of them. The other one was when she turned to me so earnestly during the show and was like, oh my God, I just thought of something, mom. And I was like, yeah, what? And she's like, after the show, we should go back to that special room. <laughs> and I literally was like, that is such a good idea. Let's do it. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> like you forget sometimes they're babies that have no life experience at all. <laughs> so anyway, okay. 
So, I'm just trying to speed it up. I'm so sorry. Okay, so she's crying. I'm like, just chill the fuck out, dude. We're, this is fine. So then we go back to the little room, okay? Oh, but we went to the hallway. The hallway is more important. Everybody knows that. Um, I don't know. Anyway, we went to the hallway because... I had talked to As. I forgot the whole part about Asif. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I went and talked to him and his brother, uh, Muhammad, and like, because I, I was like, this is going to be really weird, but you auditioned for my friend today, and I know about it because of my group chat, and now I'm going to tell my podcast about it. Um, but, and he was so nice and so sweet, because I was like, maybe he's our in? I'm not kidding, you guys. I was a shark. <laughs> I was truly, like, anyone who can take this child to Birdie, I mean, Birdie to Harry Styles, I will, like... I'm your new best friend. I fucking love you. By the way, though, I really do love him, and he is my new best friend. Yeah, I'm sure. not trying. It's not. It's genuine. No. I'm just saying. I don't yeah. want. He's not going to listen to this anyway. So, so we were like standing in the hallway. I see another friend of mine. A couple other friends of mine, Drew and Jimmy Fallon and Gail. They're long gone. They've said their hellos and goodbyes to Harry. The show is over. We're standing there and standing there and standing there. People are getting brought back. There's cheering. I can hear Harry's voice. Birdie, thankfully, isn't tuned into it because my 14-year-old is just holding their own with a bunch of adults, which is normal, right? (laughs) Anyway, so then time goes on and the clock is ticking. And I was just like, oh God, what's going to happen? And then at a certain point I turned and I was like, you know what I'm going to be? I'm going to be the last girl waiting to hook up with the guy that doesn't want to hook up with me. (laughs) And that's embarrassing for me, but I've been through worse. (laughs) And I'm doing this for my child, and I don't fucking care. And I'm not leaving until I have either heard that he has left. That's it. (laughs) That he specifically won't meet with you? No. It's not about me. I don't fucking care about meeting him, guys. Of all the old ladies that want to fuck him, I'm not one. <laughs> like, I think he's, like, adorable. I want to, like, hug him and, like, maybe, like, squeeze him a little. Like, yeah. squeeze him because he's so cute. And I, like, love him and I'm like, you're doing such a good job. I'm, like, proud of you. But I, like, really don't want his penis in my vagina. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, that's okay. a good way to go. Or my mouth. Or anywhere. Uh, anyway, so then it just becomes, you guys, it just becomes this, that thing. What I described is exactly what it is. I was, we were just awkwardly waiting. I know, I know. We really have to bring on our guests. It's terrible. It's not okay. I don't know how to edit myself in real time. Anyway, so we're waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I see, okay. And this is like, I'm actually not sure if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyway. And then we see Olivia, who I know. And I've known Olivia for a long time. I bought out an entire theater so that teenagers could go see Booksmart when it came out because I was so proud of her. Um, I don't know if I mentioned I do have money problems now. (laughs) I just mean like I'm supportive. I like her. We've known each other for a really long time. So I go over to say hello to her and she's with her two girlfriends, like friends of hers. And she's like, oh my God, babe, you're here. Carla told me we have the same stylist. (laughs) She gets better clothes. Um, (laughs) We hug, whatever. And she's like, oh, 
this is Birdie. Oh my God. Hi. La, la. You know. Okay. And then she like kind of flits away because that's what, you know, you do. And when you're like the bride or whatever. And, or like the girlfriend of the. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And then we're talking to these like wonderful friends of hers. And like, I loved them. They were like mom friends. They're just fucking rad. They live in, like, we live in the same neighborhood in New York. I was like, how are we not friends? I feel like we all get along. Oh, it's insane. And then the one friend who's like clearly closer to Olivia <laughs> is like talking. Oh, and then somebody came up and was talking to me. Someone else came up and was talking to me. And then I just see Birdie, and Birdie's just like doing this thing. And I'm like, what's happening? And then the friend goes to me. I feel like Olivia just needs to take Bertie to like just meet him for like two seconds. And I was like, mm-hmm, I do too. Mm-hmm. 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 It's 11.45. I think that would be magnificent. And she's like, I'm just going to text her and tell her, like, just take the kid back. Whoa. I was like, mm-hmm. So anyway, so she does it. And then Olivia comes back. And then there's like a bunch of people saying goodbye to Olivia. And then people are like, oh, no, no. And it's clearing out. You guys, when I tell you it was like embarrassing for me, it was. It was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for myself. I was embarrassed because of like the people that worked at MSG that had to see me doing it. Like that I'm going to see in the future, possibly. They're you know just like I mean? sweeping up around you. They, no, it was awkward. I cannot explain to you how weird it was that we were still there. Especially the fact that my kid is 14. And I was just like, yep, this is it. Like I, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't not. Like I just was like, this is it. If it doesn't fucking happen now, the kid didn't get to go to Sweden. I'm just like, want to give them something. The world is burning. You guys, America is terrible. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Can we stay? It's terrible. What? I asked, could we stay? No, we can't. They won't let us. <laughs> Literally, Border Patrol was like, how many days? I'm like, two. And he's like, two. So you're back when? Sunday. Okay. <laughs> Canadian! He knows! <laughs> he saw it on my fucking face! Anyway, okay. So then... Olivia comes back. We're like gathered around, also awkwardly by a bathroom door. So it was like, like this whole thing. And Bertie's like, no, no. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> At this point. And then Olivia's friend, who's incredible and my new best friend in New York, is says to Olivia something. And I assume it is like, Olivia, please just take Busy's kid to meet Harry because I swear to God, they're not leaving here ever. <laughs> and I look at Olivia and I go, I'm just so tired. <laughs> and then she goes, Birdie. And she grabs Birdie's hand and she's like, I tell you what, I know he's eating right now because um, this is when he eats his dinner. I know it's weird. I'm going to go back and talk to him and see if he's up for meeting one more person. If he is, would that be cool? And if he's not, like, would it be okay if like, maybe it's the next time? And Birdie was like... Yeah, that would be great. Then what Olivia didn't know is that it wouldn't be cool. <laughs> if it was the next time. And then um, five minutes, she goes away. And then Bertie and I are standing. The friends are like, we're out. Like, they left. They're like, we did, a, we did all we can. And they left. And then Bertie and I are standing there, standing there. And then Olivia, like, reappears. And she's so fucking beautiful in real life, you guys. My God. She is, like, she's also, like, movie star beautiful. Yeah. And also, she's long-waisted. <gasps> wow. 
it's different. Anyway, I'm gonna do it for you guys so that you can see it, and you've never seen it because I, I didn't. I refused to tell Casey the story, even though I really wanted to. I have to go over here because I need the location to be right. You're Birdie. Okay. Um, I'm me. Okay. Okay. She comes back in her like white dress. Did you guys see what she was wearing? It was like a Stella McCartney, like white slinky. Like. Okay. So she comes back and she's she goes like this. Come here, hand. She goes. We'll be right back. Oh my God. And then she leads Birdie behind a door, around a corner, and behind a door. And that's how Birdie met Harry Styles. All right, that was amazing. Element, 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 element. Oh, Element. <laughs> I love it so much. I love Element because what do I love? I love electrolytes. I love replenishing them after a couple glasses of wine, after working out, after just running around. I love an electrolyte. Yeah, for and sure. Staying hydrated is so important. And I noticed when I travel, I don't stay well hydrated. And so this time I brought a couple travel packs of Element and things have been a lot better. No, same, same. Because listen, it's the perfect science-backed electrolyte ratio. A thousand milligrams sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, 60 milligrams magnesium. No junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, just everything that you need to get those electrolytes back up and nothing that you don't need. Um, and it really does help when you're traveling. You know, Element can help prevent and eliminate headaches and muscle cramps, fatigue, sleeplessness, and many other common symptoms of electrolyte deficiency. Honestly, I am a huge believer in it. I also traveled with it and I always have it on the plane. I always drink, sip right. it, you know, while I'm flying and when I land because I, you do, you get very dehydrated when you travel. Um, so listen, right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any order. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all eight flavors or have those travel packs. So when you fly, you can have them too. Or you could share it with a friend. Anyway, get yours at drinklmnt.com slash best. The deal is only available through our link. You must go to drinklmnt.com slash best. Also, the best part, try it risk-free. Because if you don't like it, you can just give it away. Share it with a friend. And Element will give you your money back, no questions asked. You literally have nothing to lose. You're going to feel great. Do it. Oh, Kitsch. Oh, I love Kitsch so much. I mean, we've talked about this. I've been, lo I've loved Kitsch forever. For years. Sleep on that, for years, I sleep on that, that satin pillowcase. I use those scrunchies when I work out so my hair doesn't break. It's true. I use the satin pillowcase too because I am abusive to my hair. I really, really bleach my hair in a way that's not healthy. And like, I accept it that my hair is not going to be in the best shape, but that satin pillowcase really keeps my hair from getting roughed up in the night, which is very important. Listen, 
Kitsch feels like they want things to have minimal effort and be beautiful. (laughs) That's why they've like upgraded all like familiar products into game changing essentials that all the beauty enthusiasts wear by from those aforementioned satin pillowcases that we can't get enough of to the towels that I use on my hair that are like the, you know, wrap up your hair in the little like micro towel, get the water out. Get the water out so that you have Mm -hmm. to put less heat on it to dry it, which is again, so much better for your hair. It was started in 2010 by selling hair ties door to door, literally just a hustle and a dream. Kitsch is a self-funded, female-founded brand and is now carried in over 20,000 retail locations. Their best-selling items are the satin pillowcases, the eye masks I love, the caps. Listen, satin is vegan and cruelty-free, so much better than silk, okay? These are great for your hair and your skin while you sleep. The heatless satin curling rollers. Birdie really wants me to get these. I got to get these. These are the next thing we're buying. Do you have them? I don't have them because my hair is so short right now, but I have used them in the past and they work beautifully. Birdie really wants them. The quick dry hair towels we swear by in my family. And don't forget the classic hair ties and scrunchies, which we also swear by in my family. Listen, Kitsch is offering you at home 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash best. That's right. 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, spelled M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H dot com slash best. One more time, it's mykitsch.com slash best for 30% off your order. Let's give it up for our gracious guest. We're so excited to meet and talk to her. It's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry that I Uh, took too long to tell that story. (laughs) Otsuko! Oh, it's no, so embarrassing that I don't know if it's on. Go, no. What's up, beautiful? Oh, hi. You go, hear me. No, hi. Hi. Where you do go you in the middle. Me? You go in the middle. Oh, middle Real middle. musical chairs. I forgot. Hey. I forgot. Do you Wait, want some First rose? of all, I have to apologize. That I, I don't know how to edit myself. Riveting story. I, I was listening. I said, she's seen Harry Styles six times. There was Birdie. There, you know, I truly. You guys I, don't I, have I, kids yet. No, 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 no kids for us. Ever. No kids for us. Uh, us as in me and my husband. Yeah. Bless. Uh, I don't know. I mean, By the way, all comedians don't have kids yet. My entire family trying to have one kid together. You know, it's a, some, it takes a community, right? Yeah. Uh, so no, this is, no kids That's for what us. the story was about, though. No, doing Oscar. what you can for you know? your daughter. Well, also, it's just impossible. Yeah, no, to please, please your children. To please anyone ever. A hundred percent. I know that's why that's why I'm not trying to make another one, another me, you know, that I have to please. I already know me, you know what I mean? I'm so yeah. By the way. So respect, respect, yeah. I should have thought more about it. Um before I had well anyway, I it's fine. We're here we are where we are at. Yeah. Um we all know. So I'm such a I like love you from Instagram. I love you from Instagram. Thank you, thank you. And I love your comedy. Thank you so much. And Casey and I we love your style. We love your style. We love, I want those earrings. You, lo- you this love is my, good. <laughs> you love my Her hand is so styles. nice and cool. No, she's I, so I cool, you guys. That, do, you like, follow, do you follow on Instagram yet? Has anyone seen? Absolutely, yes. And she's doing six shows here this six. week. 
That's too many shows. I'm going to say it. Six shows and taping. Can we say? Yeah, yes. Taping yeah, in actually. HBO. You're taping it here? Oh, no. I'm taping She's it getting in ready. New York. Yeah. yeah. Getting ready to tape an HBO special, which is incredible. I, I'm not. Thank you. I'm not one to brag, but I literally know everyone in comedy, and I don't know you. We've never had the pleasure of meeting, and so I'm so excited to meet you because I've been a fan of yours for a long time, and I just think that you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is cool to like hang out for the first time in front of 3,000 people. <laughs> 3,000 people. Just like Mike, 3, you know, people. recorded, you know. Yeah, the only way I know how to hang out, really, these it's just, days. Yeah. Right? Because it, yeah. it ha- if it's not recorded, then why are we spending the energy? <laughs> right? Like, why? Right? I mean, it's You're like right how I've made right? all my money. Yes. A hundred percent. Just like everything's got to be recorded. Okay, so how many shows have you done? Uh, uh, three shows in Toronto. Uh, by the way, I heard y'all, like, figuring out. It is Toronto. Toronto. Without Toronto. The, the T in the end. Toronto. Is Toronto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, thanks. Toronto. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, yeah, I know every I fucking mile of you now, so <laughs> <laughs> I've walked it all. Have you been mm-hmm. here before? No, I'm very new to Canada, you know, so JFL Vancouver I was at, JFL Montreal I was at. And She's been in all Toronto. the JFL. Yeah, but it was just this year that I really started venturing, seeing this side of uh you know, I'm so excited because America. we're getting you here now and you're going to be like the Harry Styles of comedy. No, you know what? Mm, you know I, what? You know mm, what? I don't know if you know this, yeah. but... Um, <clears throat> what is that? I did have what a late night ha- talk show. Uh-huh. Yes, I do know. we had Lizzo on our talk show, but before Lizzo was like... Before the, the album thing. had come out. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's this moment for you. Wow. And I'm just yeah. going to say it right now, right here. And it is. It just is. Wow. That... <laughs> You're about to be your Lizzo. You're like gonna be Lizzo. It's gonna. It's, it's, it's about to happen. And the Harry Styles of comedy. Yes. What is that? Just where like a 14 year old hangs out with her mom uh-huh, for uh-huh. a really long time, waiting to meet you. Yeah, I backstage. Just... I don't. I don't know about that one. I would have never guessed that 14 year olds would be my demographic at all. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just. I just feel like you know. They they know. They they know what's cool. They. I'm very. I'm actually really intimidated by teenagers. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, because they're like, mean. They're the future. They're mean. They also like heal fast. <laughs> <laughs> that freaks me out. You know. I'm, I thought that was a skin. I thought that was a cut. You know. What do you mean it's skin again? Overnight. Overnight it's skin and it somehow looks better. You know what I mean? Yeah, it yeah. freaks me out. That's very villainous to heal that fast. Yeah. I mean, teenagers are mostly villains. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. They tell the truth. No one asks you to tell the truth. Yeah. Lie once in a while. Lie. Right? Don't tell me what I really look like. Exactly. Lie. Exactly. Yeah. My teenagers were pretty nice. I know that's weird. So I like, no, when I say I'm just going along with like popular the popular theory, oh, the but popular mine were pretty, theory. yeah, yeah. Mine were pretty nice, which is also like, I never trusted it. I gotta oh, be honest. Mine's not. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My kids are not nice. Yeah, because they can go to both me. ways, you know, and they also determine, you know, the future. Yes. You know, yeah. And they like, aren't that smart, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's nerve wracking when you're like, oh my God, in like seven years, you're gonna be running the world and yet, yeah. You don't know how know to you. change your underwear every day. Or yeah. yeah. Or that, that, or that the little room, like the VIP yeah. room, is like a place you should go after the show. To yeah, meet exactly. The guy. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. I feel like that moment really hurt you. 
Lizzie. No! I feel like No, not still... at all. It didn't hurt me. It literally illuminated for me that Birdie's a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's easy sometimes when you have teenagers and be- parents of teenagers will understand this very much. You are looking at essentially adults and sometimes they say things that are so fucking profound or they have like takes on like world history that you didn't know because they go to like a better school than you ever went to. Sure. Um, you know, and then they say things like, oh, maybe that room is a place we should go back to. And you're like, oh, you're a baby. <laughs> no, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're just, oh, you're just a little dumb person. Yeah, or like, oh, what's the string do? It's a tampon. Right. <laughs> it's a tampon. <laughs> Pull it. Before Strings it gets are infected. Strings for pulling. Huh? So I don't know why I'm so mad. I like never hang out with teenagers. <laughs> I love Mad You. I love Mad You. It's yeah. Thank you. I know that you have a show that you have to get to, and we talked forever. But on our podcast, we always like to ask our guests to share, if they can, a pivotal moment in their life where they were expecting one thing to happen and something else happened. Mm-hmm. Because maybe people. I know. I think people get inspiration from it, or sometimes maybe it's a cautionary tale. Or uh-huh. so I'd love to hear from you, Atsuko, if you have a, a pivotal moment. Yeah, where so you thought something was gonna happen and it didn't. You know, what was this thing? Um, I thought the world was gonna continue. Like, <laughs> no, I I thought it was. I thought we were gonna have like you know uh, our life. I thought no, and not to be like super. Yeah, uh, so it was March. <laughs> Tony, uh, Tony. No, I truly, that was kind of a pivotal moment for, I mean, literally everyone. Sure. I don't know if anyone's mentioned it, it every time, it, when you've asked in the podcast, but. Actually, aside from our first podcast, which was ours, uh-huh. about our pivot. Yeah. Which was because March 2020. Yeah. yeah. No, no one has no, mentioned it. No one's that. ever. Yeah, I, I think that was my pivotal moment. I don't know why you would have mentioned it. It was, it was a, a big well, fucking deal, people actually. people were like, my boyfriend cheated on me. And we're like, that sucks. Yeah, that sucks. But the world also ended March 2020. That kind of sucks, too. Because how are you going to get another boyfriend if the world's not going to continue? Yeah. You can't even, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. Yeah. So when we went all inside, that was, you know, because also, like, all jokes aside, like, comedy-wise, it's also, you know, how I really, like, started soaring, because I looked inside and I went on social media more, and that's, you know, that's why I'm here, you know, today, is because of the pandemic. I, I was forced to, like, I was doing Zoom shows, and I continued, and now I have an HBO special. Yeah. All of that was because, so that was a big pivot for me, you know, where I had to go, okay, I'm going to actually work harder, you know, and reach my audience. Truly, um, and, like, think which of a is different... Which is funny, yeah. It is, so, but working harder... Uh, I know. Why would you when the world's ending, yeah. <laughs> it but is I hard. Did. It's hard to like conceptualize. It's it was either over. that or pick up an interest that's not mine, you know. Like, <laughs> someone else's interest. Oh, sourdough. That's... <laughs> you you gotta know yourself and who you are. like. I you the sometimes the key to knowing yourself is knowing who you're not, you know. And for yeah. me, I I was like, I'm not a baker. I am not a baker. You know, I need to forget, like, my yeah. problems. Yeah. And making bread doesn't make you forget. No. 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 It makes you remember. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of time just... Mm. 
You know what I mean? Like memories that don't even belong to your people come yeah. to you. They come yeah. out. They come out through the bread. Long Bring winters in Poland, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I don't have time for that. Stop it. That's why I became a workaholic. I was like, no, jokes, writing them all the time. No time to, you know, get lost, you know. And then planting basil or whatever. <laughs> did your fashion sense uh, during the pandemic, did you did you remain true to your like mm-hmm. fashion? Yeah, I think, you know, a, a lot of yeah, at least on the top. <laughs> <laughs> At least on the top, I stayed, you know, and then I truly did, you know, I know we all, it's like we all joked about not wearing pants, but I really did have to, you know, when things started opening up, I had to catch up with the, all the bottoms. Yeah. I really yes. did. You yeah. Know? Yes. Yeah. 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 Where I was I, like, and that, you, now you hem. And now I can hem. If you, you need hem. anything hemmed, please hit me up. All the time, actually. It would be my pleasure to hem something for you. I'm getting better. <laughs> Casey. You know, it's so easy to make these empty promises when yeah, when you're in front of an audience. I know, I know. I'm but gonna, can I tell you something? I'm going to hit you up next week and you're going to be like, I, no, can what? I, what? No, can I tell you something I know about her? What? She'll fucking hem those pants. Really? Oh, oh yeah. She, you said in front I of really mean it. I'm like, no, she's sometimes, a, Busy can tell you every once in a while we have a guest on the podcast and I'm like, I'm going to be that person's friend. Mm-hmm. And if it takes hemming your pants, I'll do it. Okay, all right. You I'll heard it, it here first in Toronto. <laughs> And Atsuko, I know you have to go because I know you have a show tonight. Everybody, please, if you're here at the festival, go see her all six times because she's... Well, now it's only three more. That's only right. three oh, thank more. You. Thank go you. back in time and go see yeah. the other three. But see her yeah. any chance you can get and also follow right her. Right after this, get in, get in traffic with me. Yes, it's 30 minutes yes. away from here. You gotta walk. We're you gonna gotta have walk. to have somebody run, run you over there on their back, probably. But will you please come back on the podcast? Yeah, one please. Time when like, we can talk when to your you HBO for... special is coming out, let's do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. great. Okay. I think yeah. that's good. Please Thank mode in. And then it'll be me. real. And the best part is you won't have to listen to the first 45 minutes. Yeah. No, I wanna hear it again. <laughs> in my ears this time. No distractions, you know, just me and you. That the Harry Styles story. Okay, oh it'll be a gosh. different story next time. <laughs> you, go, you know we, the good news is like I didn't drink this, so you, okay, great. You, you, oh, you okay. can we'll fight d- for don't it. Don't worry, we'll polish it off for you. Yeah, but I will take a candy. Take all the candy yeah, that you the want. Candy. Thank you. She's on her way to her show. Atsuko, thank you so much. You we so don't want to make you late. Bye, thank you. Love. Thank Let's you. Go. Thank you. Let's go, Bye, Toronto. Thank you. Guys, I feel terrible that my story took so long. And also, I knew it was going to happen. And we should have planned better. It's fine. It's okay. We're just trying out things because we might do more of these live in the future. If you and give so us we a, know, good, a and, good Yelp review. Yeah, and then we'll, so we'll know that we need to plan for 90 minutes. Sure, okay, sure. for the show. Just because if we're going to have a guest and a musical... Yeah. Did we tell you there's going to be music? Well, I was just about to say, we better get to it because there's another show coming in, I think. But we have a very special, legendary, who we have loved a long time, musical guest. And we did a really smart thing. We asked him when he was still um, just coming out of anesthesia from he getting was on oral, pain, he was oral on pain surgery. Killers. That's when we asked him and he was like, yeah, I guess, I guess. If he, would, if he would accompany and play a guitar and I'm going to sing. But here's the thing. Don't make me sing. But I'm going to sing. You didn't ask. I'm going to do it. Um, so please welcome our friend Joe Pernice. Over here. So, 
Joe is a Canadian. No, he's American. He's Joe's from Massachusetts, where I I'm know. from, but he's a he's been a long he's a time. He's a legal a legal Canadian. Torontonian. Aren't you legally is that what you Canadian said? now? Because of your wife? No. I'm a landed immigrant, but I'm going to become a citizen this uh, this year. I hope. I just was like, Joe, are you my way in? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't. No, I'm kidding. I mean, will you and your wife adopt me? How old do you? Could somebody adopt me? I don't think so. No, that's not true. No? That's not a thing you can do. I have an unmarried son. Oh! But he's I, I am not single. yet divorced. <laughs> so. But he, he's only 16, though. Oh, oh. well. You gotta no. wait a couple of years. Like, literally, Harry Styles is too yeah, young yeah, for yeah. me. You know what I mean? Um, so when I had my heart, okay, has anyone read my book? Yeah. I just vomited asking that question. Oh, you have it with you because you want me to sign it? Okay. Um, no, I will, I will. I just was saying, I sounded like, like jerky, but just, that's just because I'm American. Um, so uh, my like, really big heartbreak of my life was when I was um, like 24, 25 in this Guy Craig, I was like in love with Craig, and um, and I had this just this like horrible heartbreak, um, and I decided to take a memoir writing class, and it was at the Skirball Center in Los Angeles, and I would drive there. It's off the 405, and <laughs> I don't know why I'm telling you all of these details. <laughs> Except to say that one of Joe's albums with the Pernice, Pernice Brothers album was in my like six disc changer in my car. And I would drive and cry and cry and drive. And then I would go to this memoir class where I like a lot of the things that ended up being in the book, like kind of like first started, I started thinking about writing about them there. But I have like such distinct memories of driving down the 405, listening to Pernice Brothers, and I've been such a huge fan, but also just like that feeling that like artists are the ones that get us through these moments in our lives, like the biggest fucking moments in our lives, the heartbreaks, the marriages, the babies being born. And you were there for me. I was. <laughs> was I, did you have six of me or just one? I mean, it was really, it was, it was really the one album, but like I had a six, six disc changer, but I would, it was just your album. <laughs> well, and Lucinda Williams, to be honest. Uh, yeah, good company. Um, World Without Tears. That was a pretty fucking rough. That's rough. Yeah. But anyway, I just wanted to just say in front of all of you guys, thank you. Thank you. We're actually, Joe's such a champion. Um, he really did have surgery this week on his mouth. And he was like, I don't want to, I don't know if I can, I'm up. and I was like, I, I'll sing. Because I originally was like, you do a song and then I'll do a song. And I was like, okay, don't. And he's like, I'll play for you. And we were going to do this other song. And then um, you guys, <laughs> you guys know me. Uh, and what's happening in the United States, right? With abortion. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And so then last night, um, this thing happened in my home state of Arizona. And, um, and a judge uh, reinstated a law 
<laughs> from the 1800s that bans all abortions in Arizona, which is where I was and had an abortion when I was 15. And um, it's weird. All this stuff is weird. It's weird to be a person right now. It's hard. really hard to see younger versions of yourself not get the same. Consideration of equality. Anyway. This song came into my head last night and I texted Joe and then this morning he said, yeah, I can learn that like right now. Sure, let's do it. So here you go. We're gonna do it. I am not a pretty girl That is not what I do I ain't no damsel in distress And I don't need to be rescued So put me down, punk Wouldn't you prefer a maiden fair? Isn't there a kitten stuck up a tree somewhere? And I am not an angry girl, but it seems like I've got everyone fooled every time I say something they find hard to hear. They chalk it up to my anger, never to their own fear. You're a girl Just trying to finally come clean Knowing full well they'd prefer we were dirty And smiling And I am sorry But I am not made unfair And I am not your kitten Stuck up a tree somewhere And generally our generation wouldn't be caught dead working for the man and generally I agree with them the problem is you have to have yourselves an alternate plan and I have earned my disillusionment I have been working most of my life and I am the patriot because we have been fighting the good fight and what if there are no damsels in distress what if I knew that and we called your bluff 
Don't you think every kitten figures out how to get down Whether or not you ever show up like, but I'm really not a pretty girl. To our first live show you guys, ever. Thank you so much. I'm sorry my story took so long. Imagine how Casey feels all the time. We love you so much. Thank you we for really coming do. out to support us. We were nervous. We've never done. Well, still nervous. I'm still yeah, nervous. Yeah, still nervous. Uh, we've never done anything like this before. We'd mm -hmm. like to do more of it. And so you were like our our test audience. And uh, we just, we love you so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast every week. And um, thanks for having us in oh, your Oh, and there's a little city. special QR code for merch if you, like, there are these, like, flyers. We didn't bring you, merch because... Because, you uh, know, we try to be environmentally conscious and aware, and so it's, like, by per order, like, that we, so when it, it gets made. When you order something, they make it to order and send it to you, and so you can get right. your Right, and so, like, if we were to come here, like, they would have been, like, so you have to buy, like... 250 of each size run and then it's just like it's gonna end up in a landfill you know right, what I mean like right. we, we can't have that we can't have our faces <laughs> in a landfill so there's a little QR code that'll take you right to uh, our page on Brave Gowns website and then uh, use the code Toronto Toronto but put Toronto the, put the T in the code because do it like it's spelled, not how you pronounce it. <laughs> and you'll get a, a beautiful discount on some merch. And uh, we just, we love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys, for having we love us. you. Thank you so much. Good night. Thank you, thank you. We love you. Thank you. Have a wonderful time at the festival. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful time. <laughs> green pan. I used my green pan today. I love it so much. You did? I can't wait to be yeah. reunited with my yeah. green pans back home. I did. I used my little mini green pan to heat up some uh, leftover steak that I had for dinner last night. And then I just heated it right up in that, in my green pan. And, <laughs> uh, and I felt so good about it because the food didn't stick, but it's like, I know that it's healthy. I know it's not giving me like weird toxic things from yeah. the pan itself. You know what and I mean? And you're eating leftovers and saving some money. I was. Uh, uh, listen, 
it's ceramic cookware. It's also just beautiful. Yes. Like it's very attractive cookware. Oh yeah. I mean, I know that you guys probably know this, but like nonstick cookware also is like releases toxins, right? Like that's essentially it. Like I'm paraphrasing, but like that's kind of it, right? Yeah. And in 2007, Green Pan's founders were like, mm, we don't want to do that. So they created a new alternative without those forever chemicals. And it's ceramic nonstick cookware. They have over 150 patents to prove it works, to prove that they are the leaders in creating cookware without harmful toxins, but also it's they're gorgeous and they have full sets, frying pans, grill pans, woks, pots, accessories, lots of different collections to choose from. I got the dark blue. What color did you get? I have the yellow. Yellow, yellow, yeah. I was afraid that the yellow was going to clash with my yellow tiles in my kitchen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. So I went blue, like contrasting color. Anyway, it's very chic. I love that Green Pan owns their factory. So while other companies are creating cheap products with cheap materials because it's cheaper, Green Pan makes sure that their products live up to their standards and they're doing everything they can environmentally. They use recycled aluminum. They have 50 employees dedicated to quality control, 50 employees watching the quality control because the best thing they can do for you and for the environment is to deliver a product that lasts for years that you're not going to just use realize that it's not yeah, working out or whatever and, yeah. and ditch it. Yeah. So yeah, or it's faulty or something. Yeah. Listen, so because these are pans for life. These are pans for life. And remember healthy cooking is about more than just the food you make. It's the products that you cook in as well. Right now, Green Pan has an exclusive offer for doing her best listeners. If you go to greenpan.us and use promo code best, you're going to receive 30% off your entire order plus free shipping on orders over $99. Whether you buy one pan or a whole set, it's 30% off. So head to greenpan.us and use our promo code best. You are going to love these new pans and you're going to love what they do for the environment, which is nothing bad. Foria, Foria. Oh my God. We do love Foria. We really love Foria. We sure do. You all love Foria. You've told us many times, you know, we love comments on the podcast, but we really love comments from those of you who have purchased Foria and are like, I know because you weren't joking. It's It's life changing. Yeah, it is. (laughs) It is because we got to have better sex guys. Listen, whether you're with someone or without someone uh, currently, you know what I mean? If you're having sex with partners or just with yourself. Or on your own, you need products like the Awaken Arousal Oil and the Sex Oil that make you and, and if you're with someone, your partner, feel like fireworks are going off. More (laughs) pleasure, more orgasms, better sex starts with Euphoria. Even if you're like, no, 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 I have really good sex, guys. Don't worry about me. I get it. I get it. I feel you. I hear you. And why also, wouldn't, why wouldn't you want? Why have wouldn't you want better? <laughs> That's like if you're like this. Ice That's exactly good. It. If there's magic shell available, you put it on. That's exactly right. This is the magic shell for your clit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my Foria, gosh. Foria, that one's free. 
That was free. <laughs> Foria uses all natural plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and relieve discomfort. If you're like also a person who maybe gets dry at certain moments in the month, even if you like want to do it, but you're like, Ugh, it's not really happening. Use that Foria and you will feel a major change in everything. It's going to be amazing for you. A real chef's kiss. Foria <laughs> makes products that are, will transform your sexual pleasure, especially if you have a vagina or if you're loving on somebody that has a vagina. Uh, Foria products are made to help women and people with vulvas fully experience their sexual pleasure from heightened orgasms to more sexual comfort. And listen, the best-selling Awaken Arousal Oil is the ultimate pleasure a purry game. Awaken is like a warm-up. helps you get turned on. It uses CBD and warming sensation-inducing organic botanicals that enhance arousal, sensitivity, pleasure, access to orgasm, and help with discomfort. And best of all, Awaken just turns you on. Guys, uh, we've talked about it a lot. We're going to need you to try it if you haven't yet. Okay? You know where and we, we want to hear. You know where we stand. And then we want to hear a from you. So, yes, you have our permission to try this. I fully endorse you to go ahead and to reach yourself to more, deeper, fuller pleasure wherever you can find it and as often as possible. And you can start right now with a bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order by visiting foriawellness.com slash best or use code best at checkout. That's foria, F-O-R-I-A, wellness.com forward slash best for 20% off your first order. We recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and their Sex Oil. You're gonna thank us. It's the combo that keeps on giving. boy, that was fun. Wow. That was so much fun. I had such a good time. What a nice crowd. Um, I'll be curious to hear from you all at home uh, what it was like, because like, obviously we never do this with a visual. I think we did like a video podcast one time that we put on the Substack, like an emergency non-podcast. And people were like, oh, it's so funny to see your faces and your facial expressions because we never see that. And then obviously we were on stage and our listeners have been saying, I want to know why Busy was laying on that table um, during the podcast. And I saw a picture of it. Somebody posted a picture of Busy laying on that coffee table. And I want to know why. Um, I mean, so guys, you know, I'm constantly doing weird shit while <laughs> whilst doing this podcast. Like, I don't know. What did I just do? I just put some you just stuff put on some my nose. concealer on your nose. Yeah, my nose was just looking red, looking a little red. <laughs> and I needed I needed to tamp it down. But you just, don't understand, like, there, I am, I essentially realized as we did the podcast live that I am a prop comedian. I am, <laughs> I am a person who just needs a lot of stuff around me. And, you know, I, I have a lot of stuff around me every time I do this podcast, like whether it's live or just here at Casa Kismet, I am like surrounded by things. I'm like constantly like picking, like, like cutting my cuticles, putting on lotion, putting new stuff on my face, doing my nails, like painting my fingernails. It is, I don't know if it's like, I mean, it's partially because of my ADD, but I think it also just like, 
is what I'm used to now and how I've like always gotten work done. Was I like this on Busy Tonight? Would I do a bunch of things while we were um, writing or like picking things? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to, it's hard to. Pin me down. Yeah. Keep you in, in one place, but that's good. Cause you know, that's like how you do things and you know, you just gotta, it, it is, it is how a I person like me just has to like keep my eyes on you so that I know where you are. Cause like, yeah, you know, maybe you went to run off to do something else and then, but it's fine. That's these things are, um, they're supposed to be like that, you know? Yeah. What do they call yeah. it? Oh, space work. Right. When you're acting. Is that what they call it when you're like pretend to be cooking something or whatever? So you're not just standing there? Well, space work is like miming. Oh, okay. Space work is like when you can mime things. Like what I literally, I am a prop comedian. I realized like, you know (laughs) what I mean? Like I just have to have like, like 4,000 different (laughs) things that I'm holding and doing at any given moment. Also really need to get some new olive in June up in here. That's not one of our ad sponsors this week, but I do just need to repaint my nails because they look like shit. It's funny you should mention that because um, the TSA really had a wild time with my little pot of like Olive and June remover with like the sponge in it. Like I had put it in my liquids, um, but they took it out because they were like, is this a liquid? It has like a solid in it. And I was like, it's not really a solid. It's a sponge. And the guy was like, what is it? And I was like, it's nail polish remover. And then I was like, and it's like a little pot with a sponge inside it with nail polish remover. And you stick your finger in it and it removes your nail polish. And he was like, there's some type of granular material in here. And I was like, it's Jesus a sponge, Christ, sir. Bro. But, but then he like brought it to, um, which I think. A lady? He brought it to three separate ladies to confirm three separate women TSA agents. And everyone was like, it's nail polish remover. It says nail polish remover on it. And so then he brought it back and uh, gave it back to me. And he said, just next time, make sure you put it with your liquids. And I whispered, mumbled to myself, I did put it with my liquids. But anyway, I didn't I didn't make a an international case out of it. I got to say something that like is so fucking wildly accurate to men's feelings about like abortion and abortion care and like periods and shit at this moment in time. You want to know why? Why? Because, because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. (laughs) And they're like, this is a thing that is going to harm everyone. Yeah, I got to figure out what the fuck this is. And then he like has to get the opinions of multiple people who are like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like, you should have told me this differently. And you're like, <laughs> I told this to you exactly like what it is. It is. It is what it is. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, but I didn't know. And you're like, yeah, no, I know. I understand. But also the the weirdest thing is that I had like so many weird electronic devices, not vibrators, you guys, but like I had my microphone and my who would have blamed you 10, (laughs) 10 days you're traveling for. (laughs) I had my zoom recorder, just all kinds of like electronic things and little like thumb drives and jump drives and all kinds of like tech in my bag. But the thing he really went after and really focused on was that nail polish remover. I get it. You know, was that I coming that, back from Canada or was that going to Canada? That was leaving Canada. Yeah. See, I think he was thinking it was weed. Oh, maybe. that. Could By be. the way, Casey, Casey, 
You're what? right. I fully freaked out. Like that morning, I was like, oh, I can't fly back with joints. What am I doing? Like internationally, what's wrong with me? What did you, did so you just, like smoke them all? I smoked them all before I left. No, I left, <laughs> I just left them as my tip for the housekeepers. Uh, lucky housekeepers. Honestly, they are like that. It was a lot of joints. I didn't even get, like, I didn't even like get any of them. Like, I don't know what I was thinking. Guys, hit us up. If, have you smuggled weed back from... <laughs> I mean, I fly with weed a lot, but like it just, but then I had this whole thing happen with the fucking lady at Air Canada, my check-in, who's my enemy, my sworn enemy now. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, oh, I should have just put those fucking joints in my luggage because oh, I had to check it anyway. Checked. Yeah. Yeah. No one would have even, I, then I was like bummed. I was so nervous after you busy texted me, like they made me check my carry on because they said it was too big. Okay. And then I, all right. All right. If you didn't see my Instagram stories, I just need to tell this story. Real okay, fast. Go ahead. Yeah. Do it. I'm flying business air Canada back from Toronto to New York. I have my, all of my all of my luggage is approved carry-on luggage. That it's the same fucking th two bags that everyone has. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like I'm reinventing the wheel here with some no, new you know luggage. The, no you know one the has measurements. Seen. Yeah, it's not even about the measurements. I literally have the suitcase, the carry-on suitcase that every single bitch flying who looks like me has. Okay, it is. The suitcase that you carry on. And then I have the little bag that goes on top, the base bag that we advertise on our podcast that I love goes on top. These are approved carry-on bags, guys. <gasps> when, I, when I flew from New York to Toronto, did anyone bat an eye? They did not. You know why? Carry-on bags. <laughs> I check in. This bitch, first of all, I just, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I was singled out because I'm a, I had an American passport. I'm telling you, <laughs> she didn't like the fucking cut of my jib, <gasps> AKA the cut of my passport because she literally made me, she was like, that's too big. You have to check that. I was like, no, I don't. No, no, that's not, that's not correct. We have new bag requirements you need it doesn't fit in this thing she then proceeds to bring over a metal like mesh metal box thing like does your bag fit in here yeah that was looked like a medieval torture device <laughs> that I am not kidding you like my purse didn't fit in right you know what I mean right. yeah it was so small I was like ma'am I don't know what this is but all I can tell you is that this bag fit just fine on the way out here. And literally on every flight I have flown on since I got this bag in 2017, because that is the standard size that literally everyone uses. And I'm very confused as to what's happening. She also happened to have a French accent and no shade to you if you're French, but honestly, French people are the worst. <laughs> I truly like at this point, I'm like, oh God, what is that thing? Like Americans are like horrible. 
and French people are the fucking worst. And she was just like such a fucking relentless bitch about it. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to you. Like, this is crazy. Please don't make me do this. I'm like, ma'am, please don't make me check this bag. I'm flying to New York. Do you know the time that this is going to cost me on the other side? Like, do you understand the hour you have now tacked onto my travel time? By the way, packing isn't easy for me to begin with. Would I like to always just check a bag? Yes, because then I can bring a myriad of options, all kinds of different things that I maybe could wear. I could have different colored tights. I could have shoe options. I could have different coats because I brought the wrong coat to fucking Toronto. But you know what? It was the only one I had room for. So that's what we went with. And like, It was hard for me to pare it down. I know, even for two days, hard for me to pare it down to a carry-on. But I did it. I did it to save myself the time and the headache and the, like, mishigas of, like, flying and having things lost and whatever and whatever. And then in the 11th hour, this bitch comes in and is just like, no, absolutely not. So then I was like, Okay, fine. I'll go check it. And then I headed off towards security thinking, well, fuck it. I'll just go through security. You know what I mean? Like, what's she yeah. going to do? Chase yeah. me? And she, and she did. She caught me. She chased me. <laughs> <laughs> she oh literally gosh. fucking caught me and forced me to check my bag. It was wild. Like, because everything's like self-service anyway now, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I literally thought I could just like get past it. Yeah. And no, my American exceptionalism proved me wrong. And I got, I could have gotten away with it. I could have, I could have gotten away with it. I really could have, but I didn't. I, I'm I so like, sorry you had that yeah. experience. I was so nervous because obviously you were texting like, they made me check my bag. I cried. I'm sure you did because it was just like an emotional two days in Toronto and like, you know, high highs and low lows. And that was a low. The checking the bag. That the was a low. checking the but bag. Also, but also I didn't have a driver to the... I've had to tell you oh, that. Oh, right. Because the your driver left with it. I feel so bad. Busy. I had the nicest driver. His name was Paul. He was adorable. He was born in Italy, but mostly raised in Canada. And he was wondering why there were no um, good prickly pears to eat this, this summer because he loves to eat two prickly pears every day and they didn't have that. And I don't know what a fucking prickly pear is, Paul. It, it's a thing that I guess he ate in Italy when he was young and they sell them in Canada. And I said, I don't really see, I see them on cactuses in Los Angeles, but yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I never see them in the grocery store. And he encouraged me to visit my local ethnic markets to see if they had prickly pears because they're wonderful to eat, but it's not a good season for them. Um, Paul was fantastic. He was, I believe, 75 years old. Amazing. And then I got to the airport and um, I was nervous because we had the same bags basically. And I was like, if they took Busy's bag, they're going to take my bag. Because I'm so sorry. I just, I need to interject one more time because it is literally the same carry on bags 
that everyone has and uses. <laughs> right. In fact, some people's are bigger. Right. And then I saw a lady, um, she, the device that you were talking about, the device that they have out, that's like, check your bags to make sure that they fit in this thing. I saw a lady try her bag in there and she really shoved it in there to make it fit. And then she couldn't get her bag out. And it was kind of funny, but I was also like, I'm not, I don't want to laugh at this lady because like they're, but for the grace of God, go I like, uh, you know, I could be the one, uh, not only needing to check my bag, but also trying to ha- like have them bring out the jaws of life to like pull my bag out of this tester thing that they had. And wait, did um, you see a mean blonde French lady? Was I she the one that was making I, that lady do it? No, I didn't. And, um, you know, and they just said, I actually asked like, should I check this? Is it in, um, when I checked in and they were like, don't no, brag. It, sh- don't brag. it should be don't fine. Just- Honestly, don't brag. I'm like, I'm, at that I, That feels like a brag. It feels I like know, a brag to me. I know, this is what I'm saying. It feels, I'm saying it feels unkind to me. I'm just <laughs> saying I was clearly having a trauma over this. It feels unkind <laughs> that you brought that up. You could have kept that information to yourself, Casey. That felt like, that, feel, that, felt, that, did feel, that felt aggressive. That this felt aggressive. is what I, no, but there's another part to the story is that they sent us business class, right? They flew us business class. So nice. So, mm-hmm. it, which was so nice. The festival flew us business class. And so coming out from LA to Toronto, I had a really fancy airplane with like the little, you know, pod where you sit by yourself and like the lie flat seat and you can watch a movie. Oh, I said on the podcast that I watched um, everything everywhere all at once. I was so upset that you couldn't lie flat and watch a movie at the same time because I wanted to do everything everywhere all at once. But um, they don't. I flew from Toronto to Minneapolis and they don't have fancy planes like that. It's like a miniature toy plane, even if you're business class. And so what I was saying is that like the overhead compartments were so small on that plane. Wait, how's, how long is that flight? It's like two and a half hours or something. Well, it couldn't, that plane couldn't have been smaller than the plane I took to New York because my flight was only an hour and a half. It's like a Southwest, it's like a Southwest plane. Okay. Is it the one where it has like two seats on the right and one seat on the left? No, that's tiny. Ew. Why were you in that? That sucks. That's the only thing that flies to Minnesota in my experience. That is usually the type of plane that I'm on when I fly to Minneapolis. But anyway, little toy overhead compartments um, Mm -hmm. that it didn't look like anything was going to fit in there. And they only had them on one side, not even on both sides. I know exactly that plan. Oh, I've been on that plane. My bag fit fine. It was fine. It, yeah, it of course went up it there. did. Yeah. Yeah, of course it, was, it did. It was you no problem. You know what? There was, plenty, there was plenty of space. Plenty of space. Yeah. And in fact, Megan, shout out to Megan, my flight attendant uh, on Air Canada, on the actual plane, not the mean French lady at check-in. Uh, Megan is a fan, had tickets to the show, and then got called to work and couldn't do it, couldn't come see oh, us. No. And so I'm sure she's listening now, but she was so horrified. She had watched my Instagram stories and was like, oh my God, I'm so horrified. I'll try to see if I can somehow get your bag when we land. She couldn't. She couldn't because international, you know, they like, yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not a bag checker. It really stresses me out. And I've only had that happen a couple times where they're like, we just don't have the room for your carry on. But I've never had anyone be like salty with me about it. And they've always been really sympathetic to my clear anxiety that I don't want to give up my bag. I'm telling you, for whatever reason, there was some shit happening. You were not her cup of tea. No, she hated me. Maybe she was just having a bad day. No. Maybe. Mm Because... 
you know, well, maybe she was having a bad day because she, she doesn't like you. And then she was like, oh, shit. This day just turned it terrible. It felt like I fucked her boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it felt like I, it felt like I fucked her boyfriend. And she was oh like, God. and here's my chance, bitch. Yeah. I mean, can you I'm guarantee gonna, that you didn't? Do you know? No, no for sure not. No. Maybe, maybe she did. wants to come on the podcast and you guys can hash it out. Yeah, that's true. We could, maybe. Could try. <laughs> I'm sure, maybe she's listening. Maybe she knew. Um, Mm, no, she definitely didn't know who I was. Also, I never do not have a humiliating experience with customs, American customs officers coming back into the country when I've been working abroad. Never, <laughs> never not the most humbling where they have when I say no idea who I am, but then also just utter disbelief yeah. that I do anything in front of a camera. Yes. Wait, so yeah. you do like hair and makeup or you're like a uh, wardrobe. No, Mm-mm. no, I'm a, <laughs> no, I'm an actress. No. What are you, what are you on? You're on <laughs> thing since I was 19 since <gasps> oh literally before you were born. Sir, uh, I have to say this guy, he was the nicest version of it, but still literally was like, I mean, come on, I got to tell my girlfriend later. What's the easiest thing for me to remember to tell her that you are, were <laughs> in that she might know? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. Oh like, my I can't. Gosh. I did, I did get the business a little bit at um at like immigration or what what is that like when you is it like customs and immigration it's just customs when yeah. you talk when I came through customs because the guy was like you know where were you and I said I was at the Just for Left festival in Toronto and he was like okay great what were you doing there and I was like I did a show and he was like you're a performer and I was like I mean not really but the, you know you're just trying to like gloss over the details for the most part you just want to get through there and then he was like and this is your home Minnesota and I was like no I'm going on to like another festival and he was like what kind of festival and I said television festival and he goes they have festivals for television and I was like yeah and he was like is it for people on television or people who make televisions and I was like I mean not quite either exactly and then he was like then he asked me I think was I getting paid for it and I was like no I'm doing it because I liked you. And he was like, but that's your profession. And I was like, oh my God. In a situation like that, I automatically feel like I'm trying to get away with a crime, even though I'm not. I'm just trying to go to a festival. I'm not I'm not trying to do, smuggle just, anything, like, nothing. I just want to be like, sir, like, why are you the arbiter of entertainment? <laughs> like, what, like, what? Like, tell me your favorite TV show and then let's talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because my guess is it's King of Queens. <laughs> Maybe. My guy was Canadian, so that could be part of like, you know, there are different, some different shows in Canada. Your guy wasn't have- Canadian. Your guy wasn't Canadian. No, you go through American, yeah, no, you go through American customs Mm. On the Canadian side, coming back. You don't go through American customs when you land in Maybe the Maybe he just had a little coming bit back, of the accent from proximity the guy, or whatever. I, Casey, I'm telling you, just because I 
too had this thought that he was, okay. I didn't have this thought, guys. I said it to him. I said, well, maybe I'm not, maybe the shows I'm on aren't as popular in Canada. And he said, I'm from Texas. Oh, interesting. And then I was like, oh, right. And he's like, you go through American customs on this side. Okay. Coming back from Canada. I'm very used to doing doing driving customs because we would always drive up to our place on Prince Edward Island and come back and everybody just has a very Canadian vibe because of like when you live that close to the border, obviously they live, they obviously live in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. The American customs officers live in Canada. Obviously. And they get, yeah, it's whatever. By the way, shout out to everyone on Prince Edward Island because of the hurricane that we were talking about that affected Puerto Rico so deeply on that Island last week. Um, It was a really weird experience for me to be in the country of Canada on a day that that same hurricane was ravaging Prince Edward Island, which like I consider, well, I mean, we have a place there. I consider it like our second home. And uh, we spent a really long time trying to get in touch with our neighbors and friends there to make sure that they were safe. Because again, the whole island was without power, Um, a bridge near our home that I can't even believe water even came up to the bottom of the bridge. Like water was over the bridge and it sustained some really serious damage. Um, And so I've just been gradually getting back in touch with people there. Um, Our house had a little damage to it, but nothing serious, nothing compared to like people lost their entire houses in Nova Scotia and on Prince Edward Island, like washed into the sea. And I saw a house completely got blown over. Um, so anyway, just sending so much love because I know we do have uh, quite a few listeners in Prince Edward Island and um, just sending you all love and hope you're doing okay. But yeah, just a lot of people are like, they're still without power. And um, that's that's tough. <laughs> that's a hard thing to live through for days and, and just not knowing when it's going to come back. Oh my God, for sure. Well, I'm glad yeah. your house is is okay. Cause I know you were concerned about that. I was just like, I mean, it was such a weird thing because I mean, like if you don't know, um, our cottage is like a former church. It's small. It's like a little chapel, um, that we, that was decommissioned. And so we, uh, bought it and turned it into like a small cottage, like an artist retreat. We loan it out to people that are trying to go to have some like solitude to finish a book or like a film project or whatever. And, um, and it's, it's really great for that. And it's like a hundred years old, you know? And, um, and, uh, it always amazes me that anything can stand in the Maritimes for a hundred years, but it made it a hundred years. And I always tell myself like, it'll make it through the winter. It's made it a hundred years, obviously like it's meant to stand. But then I just was reading everything on Saturday night, like after we did the show and it was just like, this is the worst storm Prince Edward Island has ever been through in like modern recorded history. So, you know, and I just, it was a lot. It was a lot. It's a beautiful place. If you've never been there, I highly suggest going um, because like, especially like coming up after this winter, which I can imagine is going to be a hard winter. They're going to need tourists um, to, you know, to sort of help them get back where they need to be on on the island. And uh, I just recommend it. It's beautiful. If you're an Anne of Green Gables fan, you should try to go. You but know anyway. I am. Um <laughs> 
Well, you guys, thank you, everybody, for coming out in Toronto. And uh, we, like, really had such an amazing time. And honestly, there had been this whole mishigas about, like, the after. There was supposed to be, like, a what was it like a meet and greet or it was something like a meet and greet, but then the festival but then was they like canceled it. Cause they were like, we're canceling all of them. Yeah. But people didn't get the memo that that was happening. In fact, like we didn't even really know what was happening and people had like brought books and brought presents for Casey and me and like wanted to like say hi. And so we were just like, meet us in the alley. <laughs> like, <laughs> and just like you guys all, like all these people lined up in the alley. It was like in the back, road that was closed off and it was just so nice to meet everybody and hear everyone's stories and and also just like how people had connected with one another through the podcast and it made us feel really really good um and so happy to be able to like do this week after week with you guys you know yeah, it was really nice. And uh, we took a lot of pictures with a lot of people in front of a forklift. That was the backdrop. And it just seems Guys, perfect. if you got a forklift picture, <laughs> hashtag, <laughs> hashtag forklift forever. Um, so anyway, we love you. And we're going to see you so soon. We're going to talk to you next week. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye. Oh, no. <laughs>